Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, it's episode 458 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, big underscore, it's kind of chilly out there, Bane. I'm digging it. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot, but I'm digging it. So, got a bone to pick with you about that. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, we're kind of uh, trying out a new format today, where it's a little looser on topics, more on conversation. A little loosey-goosey. A little loosey-goosey. I like it. A lot of people enjoyed that quote-unquote BS episode we did the other day. Mm -hmm. I've always felt weird calling it that because I always felt like they were fun episodes. It's just, it seems like one you could skip, but really it's like, that's probably more fun than our other shows. That's probably the one you actually want to listen to right. over the, cause I mean, you can get your news anywhere. Sure. And it's not like we were really throwing news. We're just kind of talking about what's happening. Hey, I, I feel like I'm a sophisticated journalist breaker. I don't oh, yeah. know about you, but I, 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 you're always up hold up myself <laughs> in high regard when it comes to my journalism skills. You definitely bring a, a whole new level, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, it is cold outside, and this is so. This is like negative one for winter. Are you ready for this? My car battery dies the other day. Damn, because of the cold. Join the club. Yeah, screw you and your cold weather. <laughs> you been. you sweater weather wearing sob. Ah, sweater weather. Love it. So yeah, I uh, I was at work and and uh, started my car after work. And of course, it's out in the cold for twelve plus hours, so it's yep. nice and chilly. Kind of makes this weird sound, but it starts. I'm like, sure. okay. But it's a little bit slower to start. Yeah. And um, <laughs> what's what's funny, my dad came over to look at it. And he was like, well, try to turn the key. And I'm like, it's a push button. I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I think we're out of that now. And, uh, and so anyway, it starts. I get home. No big deal. And uh, try to leave from my house. And it's just like not kicking over. Mm. It's like a weird sound because again the push button start. It's not sure normal. Like not what we're used to. It's my first push button start car. I've never had one. Yeah, so it's definitely different. Anyway, um, I'm thinking worst case scenarios. You're S in the B. Oh, dude, I'm thinking starter, alternator, all this other stuff. Like, right. God, I hope it's not the transmission. You know, it's like oh, it's, yeah. you start going through all that stuff. Anyway, um, my dad comes over. He's like, I think it's just your battery. 
And I'm like, well, the lights are on. He goes, yeah, I mean, it'll it'll do that, but it's not enough to kick over. Right. Like, yeah, it takes a lot of charge to actually kick that engine. Yeah, and so I was like, well, I hope that's the, I hope that's the deal. And he goes, it's cold, and it's the first big cold day. Mm-hmm. It kills batteries oftentimes. Yep. Take the auto zone. There's like a whole table of dead batteries. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That's probably what it is. They're like, what, what year is your car? It's like, it's 2018. And they're like, hmm, four years. That's about right. I'm like, well, that sucks. And I and I looked it up three to five years as like average yeah. life battery, a life of a battery. And so I, uh, I had them tested anyway. They're like, yeah, basically it's dead. It's got enough to like turn your lights on and stuff, but it's not going to kick over. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's fantastic. So I bought a new battery, $120. Oh, yeah. Um, 121, I think, after tax. Um, oddly enough, this is this. Tell me about this deal. So I said it's 110 for the battery plus tax. So that's with a one year warranty. I'm like, okay, you can do a two year warranty and that's 200 mm-hmm. or three year warranty. That's 290. Oh, and I'm like, boy, that doesn't sound like a deal at all. No, <laughs> so I was go like, buy another battery. That's what I thought. I was like, I'll just do, I'll do the one year and I'll, you know, potentially just, you know, not have that extra $80, I guess, if I have to buy one. Right. I don't know. I just thought that was like a, you would think it would be like 110, 150 for two years, and like 200 for three or something like that. Yeah. But you're, I mean, the thing is, is like it's going to die in three to five years anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, it's a possibility it'll it'll die out in two years, but you're almost guaranteed at least three out of that thing. And so by the time you get to that third year, I mean, whatever. I mean, it, it even if you it got is. the two year warranty, you would have been out of it by the time you actually needed it. Right. And so I, yeah, I never get warranties on stuff like batteries. I mean. But yeah, mine, mine actually died, uh, about a month ago, like is when mine died. And, and that was, that was when it started cooling down, but like wasn't cold, cold like it is now. Yeah. And my, uh, my battery, if I, for some reason I had it in my head, my car was a 2017. Mine's actually a 2016. Okay. And so really mine lasted five years, like almost like on the dot, you know what I mean? So it's pretty good, but my battery did pretty damn good. And for, for the factory battery. So now it's got that new in my battery. For some reason, I have a car that like, you can't find parts for it nowhere. So like no auto zones had it like oh, that sucks. auto zone. I think there was one in Glenpool that had it, but they said they only had one. And, uh, I checked at O'Reilly's O'Reilly's had one. That was it in the entire facility. And it ended up being, I think, like 220 or somewhere, somewhere around that margin. Just for the battery. Just for the battery. I didn't, I didn't even get a warranty or anything like that on it. So that sucks. Yeah. And I, I don't know why my particular model is like super is it expensive. smaller or something because you have a smaller car? I don't know. I really, I, I mean, it, it might be that. I mean, I don't, it might just be the way it's shaped or something like that. Who the hell knows? I, I know that that particular model is like, a pain in the ass to do anything with. Yeah. I finally, cause you know, I was having all those car problems before I went down to Texas to visit my brother. And like I did have that going on. And then shortly after, um, had to change the belt out, which I mean, that's stuff that's just going to happen. You know what I mean? Once mm-hmm. you, once you get to that high mileage, 80, 90,000, you're going to start changing stuff like that out. But sure. I got a feeling I'll probably need to change my alternator in at least about another 10 to 20,000 miles too. But, um, and then I started having the transmission issue, which I figured that out. Like the guys over at the shop locally told me that, <clears throat> you know, you're eventually just going to have to get a new transmission. Mm-hmm. I talked to, ended up talking to my, uh, my mom's ex husband of 25 years. Cause I kind of just was like, I don't know what else to do here. 
So I talked to him and he's like, you, you really just need to drain the fluid and fill it back up. And so Nissans have that little like lock on their, their, um, fill hole. And so like, I couldn't get it off. So he came over and got it off for me and broke it like to where it, it'll still like plug in there, but it's not locked. And so he's like, just drain it a few times and just, you know, fill it back up with the exact amount that you drained after that, it should be good, you know, and sure shit. Like I did that think three times after that. I never had another tra- like issue since. So that's good. Yeah. Cars are, it sucks when you have an issue with like a car or whatever, or like a, with your house, like when you're like, damn it. Like, oh, I know. It's the, well, like on my garage door situation, you know, from a few weeks ago, well, a few months ago, actually, like I was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. not be able to use my garage, which I mean, isn't the worst thing, but like, damn, that sucks. Like that was such a nice thing to be able to, you know, park in the garage and oh, stuff, yeah. especially now that the winter's coming on and getting a $1,500 quote. And it's like, oh my God, to fix the door like yeah. you gotta be kidding and then one guy's like i'll do it for 250 and i'm like done yeah and it's worked like a charm ever since you know yeah so yeah i don't know anything anytime you have to pay money like that for something it always sucks which that's like the one good thing i'll say about being a renter because uh, we're like we rent the house that we're in now from steph's mom and so like anytime we have an issue she takes care of it oh yeah that's so like nice yeah so it's that's like one benefit and i know you've rented places before and mm-hmm. i mean sometimes you have good landlords sometimes you don't but like yeah had both. <laughs> right. And so, like, I mean, we, we've had the uh, the blessing of it being her mom. So, of course, we're going to get taken care of, you know. Sometimes, yeah, well, and that's good when it's, like, family. Sometimes the problem is, though, like, they don't want to fix things. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's, like, <clears throat> so when we got that house initially, because uh, it was actually Steph's grandpa that bought the house. And he bought it for us to, to live in, but we were just going to rent it out from him. And, um, <clears throat> and when he bought it, he bought it to like remodel, but he remodeled it to like flip it. You know what I mean? He didn't remodel it to live in it. And so there's a lot of, he bought it cheap to sell it for more. Right. So like he, and he, all the upgrades he did, he kind of didn't like, he didn't cut corners in the sense that it wouldn't pass inspection, but he cut corners just enough to where it would pass inspection. You know what I mean? And so it's like, which is probably why you have the one room. that's like a deep freeze. Yeah. And we also have like the room that floods and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff that's like actually wrong with it. That really needs to be fixed before we, you know, can actually sell it for a decent price. And so it's just one of those things, but like at the same time, it's nice to have a roof over the head. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know um, the last place I rented, you know, was from a guy I knew's dad. Sure. And he was pretty good about taking care of stuff, but also, too, was like, you know, hey, you can't use this shower because it leaks. Right. No plan to fix it. It just. It leaks. Yeah. yeah. So don't use that one. It's like, okay, there's another shower. So it's not a big deal, but it's like, well, that kind of sucks. Right. Yeah, there was always things like that, I guess. Oh, yeah. It was just like, well, that's kind of that's kind of annoying. Yep. But that's, I think, the, the anytime you have an issue with. Uh, you know, renting, buying, there's always something that kind of comes up. So unexpected expenditures suck for sure. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's that, uh, it's that, that time of year breaker where, where we're going to have things go wrong with our car, especially stuff like batteries. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause so. it's winter and winter sucks. No, winter's great, man. I'm sitting here with a nice cup of Joe and I'm feeling fine. You know, oh, yeah. I'm feeling fine. My eyes are a little dry. I don't know what that's about, but like, I feel like I need some like clear eyes, you know, remember those old commercials? Yeah, clear eyes are awesome, dude. I get dry eyes all the time, especially with the cold weather because the dry air hits you. A little bit, little bit of the allergies stuff going on for me right now. Oh yeah, that's always that's always a deal. Um, Christmas times coming up. 
Um, you feeling festive yet, Big Underscore Bang? No, I am feeling the opposite. I, um, you're, you're missing spooky season, aren't you? Yeah, like I, I feel like in, it comes and goes quickly. Well, and also too, like so, I decorated for Halloween like mid September. Yeah, you know, I, I think it was actually like right after Labor Day. I decorated for Halloween, but like <clears throat> normally I have like a ritual where once October hits, I'm gonna start watching Halloween movies every night. I'm gonna start watching spooky series every day, like all this stuff, like. Because of how chaotic October was for me this year, I didn't get to do any of that. And then, of course, I was in Texas, which I, that was like has been like the highlight of my year so far. But like, I also like missed the Halloween day because we were we were at Raw, mm-hmm. and so like I feel like there was a lot of stuff about the the Halloween season this year that I just missed out on. And so like I'm not ready to move on. Plus, I've been like uh, kind of in that gloomy mood like all year. You know what yeah. I mean? I just like haven't really been feeling it, you know, this year. And so, um, uh, like the idea of trying to like be like happy and jolly and feel like, you know, everything's merry just sounds like utter bullshit to me. You so, could be slipping into a deep depression. I don't know, man. I, I think I've been there, but like, you know, it just, uh, it, it's been like hard to fake it late lately, like harder to fake it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I think every fall when it gets cold, I start thinking about Christmas time and the Christmas movies and all that stuff. Because, I mean, that's going to get here quickly. Um, my my whole thing is I don't want to start Christmas until Thanksgiving's over. Yeah. Because Thanksgiving is another holiday that kind of comes and goes. But it's a really fun one. Yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it in, like years in the past. Like, I'm not a big Thanksgiving guy. Like, I like I, I like to so like I like to decorate for Christmas. Like I, when I took down my Halloween decorations, I started getting all my Christmas stuff out this past weekend sure. and haven't put the tree up yet, but like, I only do that because I don't want to do it. And then 25 days later, take it down. Sure. Like yeah, I want, you want it, it, you want it to last. I want it to be out of for a little while, you know? So I, I do that and I usually actually just leave it up until after new years and that's when I take it down. But, but like <clears throat> do the Halloween tree this year. I skipped that on it. Yeah. Again, I just like, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling like doing it this year. Like, there's a lot of stuff. I just like, I don't, don't feel like doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, uh, like even no holds barred. You and I've talked off air. Like, I just don't even feel like doing it, <laughs> but I mean, that's a, that's a whole nother subject, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I like Thanksgiving, but it also is like the beginning of the real chaos yeah. too. And that's like what f- always freaks me out and brings on the anxiety. Like I, I don't mind my my Thanksgiving has gotten to be really small, mm-hmm. so it's nice in that sense because I know you deal with it too. I hate the big gatherings. Hate the big gatherings. Yeah, I, I know uh, we're doing a small Thanksgiving this year and uh, probably a small Christmas, and I think that's like way better. Absolutely. Well, it's more intimate. Like you you, yeah. you can actually have conversations with people, whereas like. Like when there's 30 to 40 people, like have trying to have an actual conversation is so hard because people are constantly interrupting. You just talk to the people you want to talk to. Right. Like I have some older cousins who, uh, you know, one lives in town, but I never see them. One lives out of town. And like, I would probably talk to them, mm-hmm. but that's it. Yeah. And it's like, it, it to me might be like, Hey, how's it going? But it's like, that's this as extent of the conversation to sure. most people. So it's just a different, uh, it's a different vibe for sure. But, um, like with anything, I think it's um, Thanksgiving's about the food. I had to work on Thanksgiving last year because if people uh, don't know, like my job is a shift-based job. They brought you a plate though, didn't they? 
Hell no. I mean, they brought us food, but it was like rib crib. No, I mean, like your family saved you a plate. Oh, right? they saved me food, but yeah. it's not the same of coming in at night and like having to heat it up. Right. You know, that's fine when it's leftovers. Not that you... fresh cold turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like they had everything and it was great, but it's like, this sucks to like have to like heat it up and, yeah. you know, hey, there's a little bit of stuffing left. It's like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I still got the food, but it still sucks to be like, I'm working on Thanksgiving Day. This is bullshit. Yeah. Do you ever bring a dish on Thanksgiving? Do I? Yeah. Um, not a big cook. So my mom gives me the job of the rolls. Okay. Which I can pick up from a local steakhouse for pretty cheap. Hell yeah, you can. I usually bring like soda or whatever. You know? so, so I really like cooking. You know, I'm no, I'm no, uh, you know, chef, nothing like that, but I really enjoy cooking. I, um, I, I have told the wife, like I, because her mom has started to do it all because, you know, Steph's grandma is getting too old to handle sure. any of that. I told her, I was like, why don't we just split the load? Like, bring some load over here and we can do it. And she's like, I, I really don't want to cook. And I'm like, well, but I don't mind. Like, I'll cook it. Like, it might not be what they, like, how they like it, but like, I'll, I'll cook it. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't mind. Because like, I have certain things that I like that I never get to have anymore that they've never tried. You know, like, there's a specific type of stuffing that's not like the traditional, like, slop of dressing that yeah. they like to make um, that has like uh, walnuts and apples and sausage in it and it's freaking phenomenal that sounds great yeah um but i've I've thought about like trying to make that plus also make the the slop stuffing that they like to make um i know uh i have a cousin who makes macaroni and um when we used to do the big family gathering she would make it in a crock pot yeah it was the way to go it wasn't bad yeah but my dad has this type of macaroni he he can make that my grandma used to make when she was still alive Dude, it's the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my life. Is it? Because she puts like a mill knot in it, which is like a uh, heavy cream. Okay. Dude, I used to have it as a kid, and she always used like real fat noodles, not like macaroni noodles. Okay. So I don't know. Something about that. You put a little pepper on it. Dude, it is absolutely incredible because the cheese is almost like a white cheese. Yeah, that sounds good. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, that freaking hits the spot. Yeah. And so every year I'm like, we're making the macaroni and cheese, right? Like. Got to have the mac and cheese. And <laughs> right. I know that's not even like that intense of a Thanksgiving food, but it's like, it's such a nice thing to have. You're just like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, but you know, there's always there's always the that one type of Thanksgiving food that you like to cling to. Though. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm a big... No and one, I don't get it all the time. Right. And, and no one else in my family is a big Thanksgiving sweet potato fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, and I'm not a huge yams guy. I, my mom is all about the yams. I love, like, when they get that do that sweet potatoes with the, they do like the nuts and this the brown sugar or whatever they put on it like my god that stuff is just delicious to me like i could sit there that that to me tastes like dessert and i could sit there and just eat the whole damn thing of it oh it's definitely good no doubt about it i, I mean deviled eggs see i'm not a big deviled egg guy but i would always eat them they're so good I, you know what's funny, though, is I've always liked egg whites. Because my dad, when he was hitting the gym pretty hard, he would always make egg whites. Okay. And so he'd always like, you want some? I'm like, yeah. And I loved egg whites as a kid, which is weird because they're not the best food. There's really no, no taste to yeah, it. They're pretty bland. You got to salt and pepper them pretty hard. Yeah, but I would just eat plain egg whites. And and so when I when deviled eggs would be a thing, I'd dump out all the, the, <laughs> all the flavoring and eat the egg white. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, I love it, man. Like, I. They have to be done right because I'm not a big, the wife is a big fan of like the real mustardy type of deviled eggs. That's how the ones I'm used to. I'm not like, I like them to be like the more sweeter, like uh, mm-hmm. with the sweet relish and kind of more uh, heavier on the mayonnaise. 
into the into the yolk. Mayonnaise is one of the worst foods ever created. But it's a good it's a good blending food. I I agree with that. And and like once it when it's blended like when it's blended in with like the which is funny because mayonnaise is just eggs anyway basically, mm. and, but when it's blended into the egg yolk and it kind of overpowers with the mustard because I feel like you just don't need much mustard you know, mm. and uh, it it's really tasty and then you get that sweet relish in there throw a little paprika on top, so good so good yeah Thanksgiving is always uh. Me and you are eaters. We like to eat. So I think anytime you're an eater, you can appreciate Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, as Christmas gets closer, though, uh, have you started your Christmas shopping? No, I have not. I kind of started mine, did a little online shopping. Yeah. Um, all the women in my family want gift cards because they think part of their gift is the fun of shopping. Okay. Without their own money. Okay. I've learned, and this is, goes out to everybody listening to this. You can usually buy gift cards online, physical gift cards that they will mail you, not the e-gift card, a physical gift card, and they ship it for free. Yeah. Dude. Because I used to go to stores. Like, I would go to, like, my niece, like, Justice, like that store. Oh, yeah. I would drive to Justice, walk in. They just knew I was, like, a $50 bill walking in there, you know. Right, right. Need a gift card. Okay. Here you go. Yeah. Here's my money. Thank you. Have a nice life. See you next year. But yep. now I know that you can buy, and she doesn't even she's not even into that now. But almost every big store has a you know a way to order a gift card. Yeah, with free shipping. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it's, like it's a that's that's a game changer for me. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I I love that. Uh, I love that concept of gift cards. I wish. I think though, for me, like I I would love to be able to just do that for the kids. Like just like here, here's a hundred fifty dollar gift card. Call it good. Yeah. For them though, like even even the daughter, you know, she the they like the experience of opening the gifts. Yeah, well, and I think there's that's the other end of it because sometimes it's nice to ask for money, right? Like, I mean, who's not? No one's really going to complain about cold hard cash. No, I, I remember actually we used to play this game on Christmas Day when we would gather big, and we don't really do it anymore. But it was like a dirty Santa. Sure, my grandma's boyfriend was there, older guy, and he's like, "Well, I, I didn't know about this." My mom was like, "I didn't think to tell you." And he goes like, well, I'll, I'll, I got 20 bucks. Does that work? Dude. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Yeah. Everyone is going after $20. Right. Like, who's not going to go after cold, hard cash, right? Like, that's uh, that's definitely a uh, a winner for any, you know, Christmas present. But I, I do agree, like, it's not quite the same as, like, opening an envelope with a card. Hey, here's, you know, 100 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it is. And Right. Yep, that's it. It's like, yep. Christmas is over. Like, it is nice to open gifts. I do I do agree with that. Yeah, and... And I, I, I've always enjoyed that myself too, but like, you know, at the same time, I, the, especially the older I've got, the more I've just come to realize, cause I can buy my own shit. You know what I mean? Same, like, same. Yeah. like my mom asked me, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like you, you know, I mean, like I, I would rather just, you know, spend some time with everybody, you know, hang out and, and that'd be it. I think sometimes though, the, the idea of like, if everyone's like, if a couple of people going to give you 50 bucks or hundred bucks, sometimes if you get like three, 400 together, it's like, oh, I can go actually buy something now right like, if you're like oh i really want a nintendo switch well you can go buy that now like that's i think sometimes the the where good of money comes in yeah um but yeah i get asked all the time like what do you want and i'm like like you said i buy everything that i need so i don't really need anything right so what do i ask for you know there's nothing to really there's nothing to really ask for i think yeah and, and it's and it's also one of those things like the things that you actually need are the things that are way out of budget for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I know last year I asked for a TV stand or like a, it's not really a stand, but it's like a, 
thing that goes underneath my TV. Yeah. Because I had a really small one and it looked weird with my big TV. So it's like, well, maybe that, I guess. I don't know. Ask for an air fryer. Like, it's like, maybe that. I, you know, it's like you just kind of, you don't really know what to even ask for at certain points. And right. So, I don't know. I actually hit up Jason Wolf. I'm like, hey, can my mom and sister buy, like, gift certificates from you? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that's cool. So, it's like, well, that's an idea, you yeah. know, I guess. But That's, not, you know, that's honestly something that he should look into, like, you know, some kind of, because I know he's got that website. Surely there's like a way that he can set up like an online gift card. I think he tried that last year and it like it didn't work or something. He had a, a website issue. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, that probably takes money from him. So I'm like, you got to just have it or like, you just, you know, they send you money on PayPal and or, or Finmo or whatever it is. And you just, you know, hey, you got three certificates or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Like that might be an idea, but. Yeah, it's a good idea. Just something like that might be kind of fun. Because I know like if my my sister were to try to order me. A figure from him, she would have no clue. So I'd have to basically do it. Then it's like, well, now what? You know, right? But it's definitely a, an interesting idea. But as we uh, as we dive deeper into the Christmas uh, season, man, it's always the busiest time of year. So we're probably uh, this won't really affect you guys listening, but we're thinking maybe to do record two episodes back to back because we like to take most of December off just so we can kind of have a recharge. Yep. And it's so busy during that time. It's really been nice to do that. So yeah. If we if we do this right, we might be able to take off the whole month and still have content every week. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I do, I do too. I'm all about it. Um, so my idea is I'll still throw in some news if it happens and if it's like newsworthy to talk about some toys, things like that. Some of the stuff we have, but we'll kind of keep the conversation a little bit looser. Uh, I will throw this out at you. I don't know if you saw CM Punk is doing commentary again. I saw that for, for some sort of MMA fight. Yeah, it was on the UFC Fight Pass, which I assume is like their. Uh, network deal yeah he kind of made reference to the all-out fight um, it looks as though he's not coming back we've talked about this ad nauseum most of this year he's been very heavy in the in the topics uh i don't know man i i feel like it's we're at that point now it's like it's done and over like yeah. he's gone it but was now, a, it was a blip in the history books but now i see people really fueling the uh the fire of a wwe return for him do you think that could possibly happen i don't know i don't want it though so people are, I don't know if you've seen, there's videos circulating of Steve Austin training. Yeah. He's made mention that he wants more matches. Yeah. Because he was happy with how WrestleMania turned out. I'm honestly kind of shocked he wasn't on Crown Jewel. Yeah. Other than the fact that he can't, you can't have Logan Paul main event if Stone Cold's on the card, right? Unless he just doesn't want to go to Saudi. Which I get, but right. it's big money. That's yeah, why sure. a lot of that's why a lot of those guys have gone. No, wait, he's actually been over there, hasn't he? Like not to wrestle, but hasn't he been over there? I don't remember him ever being over there. Maybe he wasn't. But I know like Hogan did a thing. Him and Flair, remember they had like Maybe Team Hogan and Team of. Flair, and it's like Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. You're just, you're just money grubbing. I don't yeah. know. I just kind of always wrote me the wrong. Hey, way. Flair apparently needs it. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guy makes more money than he can even think of, and yeah. spends it faster. But uh, anyway, I saw someone back in like 2013, there was a big rumor that they were going to do Austin and Punk at Mania. Yeah. And it never materialized. And then, of course, Punk left and everything like that. Do you think we see Punk and Austin? Like, that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. And it's a money match. But I don't I don't think that's worth it to bring Punk in for that. No. And I, th- I think it was a money match. I, I Again, like. I'm so like I, I'm so soured on CM Punk, you mm. know what I mean? Like I don't. It's over, right? 
Yeah, I like ruined I'm, it for everybody. Yeah, like I'm I'm all about seeing Austin again. So like if for some reason that match happened, I would still watch it because I want to watch Austin. But who's like, Austin work though at this point? Hell, I don't I really don't know. I mean, who's who's kind of the you know, the antithesis of Austin, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we already saw him in Kevin Owens. I felt like that was about as close as we got. Yeah, and that one wasn't even really one that jumped out at me other than Owens was doing the stunner. Right. But it was like, okay. But, yeah, I don't know who he wrestles. L.A. Knight, maybe. You know? I mean, that's not a money match, but, like, L.A. Knight's kind of got his personality, you know? Yeah, but I don't. they would really need to push him hard to get yeah. him to that level, I feel oh, yeah. like. Um, I don't know. I think it would be cool, though, if he did something. Yeah, I mean... I mean, obviously the biggest star is Reigns, you know, I mean. But it's going to be him, The Rock. Like, right. how could it not be? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for it not to be The Rock. Uh, I mean, if if Orton gets cleared, maybe Orton. Yeah, Orton would be one. Um, Cody, maybe. What about Austin and Cody? Austin That's and Cody would be a damn good match. It's never happened before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of guys, I mean, that could work him. I mean. Like, what? Like, would it be out of the question if he shows up in the Royal Rumble? going to be in Texas. No, and that's something I would like to see is, you know, him him in the Rumble, you know, just to, to give, him, give him that Goldberg schedule shows yeah. up two or three times a year. Yeah, toss a few guys around, you know, before he gets eliminated. I'd be all, all about that. And that would be a really good way to set up a WrestleMania match. Absolutely. Like, let's say they did go with LA Knight, which is not the one I would go with necessarily, but, like, if he eliminated Austin, it's like, whoa, what yeah. the hell just happened, you know? Well, and LA Knight's pretty fresh on the roster, you mm-hmm. know, but, like, that dude is charismatic AF. Dude, what about AJ Styles? AJ Styles would be a good one, too. That would be a fun one. You talk about a uh, contrast in wrestling styles, too. Yeah. My goodness. I think that would be that would be really fun. And I think uh, Austin kind of, to me, showed, like, I mean, I'm taking a suplex on the concrete. I'm like. Yeah, that was wild. I haven't watched that match back, but that match made me nervous because I thought, like, I don't know. Like, how many bumps does this guy have? And yeah. he seemed to work. Considering he hadn't been in the ring in like 20 years, he seemed like he didn't miss a beat, really. He moved a little bit slower. Sure, you know, but I but, mean, that's expected. Right, right. He's also like 20 years older. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense that he would move and, slower. And he had bad wheels 20 years right. ago. So, right. you know, that shit ain't better. You no. know? And so it's it's uh, one of those things where I think he could, you know, he could probably do the greatest hits, but that's about all he needs to do. Yeah, I think sometimes that's all, that's all that it takes. But I think it'll be cool to see what happens. You know, WWE, I feel like, has done a, a really good job these last few months of like, being the kind of the company you want to watch, right? Like it's kind of yeah. becoming the the show that you want to follow and stay in tune with. So I think it's cool. People are people are starting to get a, a little impatient with this Bray Wyatt thing, though. I've I've seen. I still like it. I'm still into it, but people are starting to get impatient because the story's taking a little long to to develop. That's wrestling fans, though. Yeah, it, I remember people flipping out when he did Firefly Funhouse the first first right. few weeks because it's like, and that to me, looking back, that moved pretty fast. That first week, everyone was kind of like, what the hell is this, though? I loved it. No, I, I agree. I yeah. think you need that long-term storytelling. And, and the thing is, is like I didn't know that it was going to develop into The Fiend. But like I was like, well, this is kind of a fun change of pace. Like, he's doing a kid's show? Okay. <laughs> I remember in 04, they did a, that storyline with Randy Orton and Mick Foley. Yeah. Where uh, they were going to have a match, and it's like Mick Foley's big return to wrestling. Like, he's going to have a match, finally. This may have been like late 03, actually. He hadn't really had any matches since, but it looked like that was what they were gearing up for. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, kind of gets in the ring, and they're about to lock up, and he rolls out. And he's kind of shaking it off, like, come on, like, got to get ready. He gets back in the ring, rolls out, and then he kind of starts hitting himself. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is he doing? And then he eventually just kind of walks backstage, yeah. and leaves. And Randy Gorton gets right in his face, and like, you're a coward, Mick, and spits in his face, and he just walks away. 
Yeah. And everyone was like, what the hell was that? Like, what a terrible ending to Raw. Yeah. But then, like, Foley, like, like you didn't see him for a while. Right. And then he shows up in the Royal Rumble, kind yeah. of as a surprise, which was kind of fun. And he, uh, he cuts the promo on Orton on Raw the next night about how, like, I wasn't in the place I needed to be to to fight you. I'm the fun-loving McFoley. I'm the... I'm the dad McFoley. I'm the children's book author McFoley. Then he starts punching himself and he makes himself bleed. Yeah. And he's telling us like, spit in my face, spit in my face. And yeah. like, I was like, holy shit. Like this is getting good. Like, yeah. but you, it's weird. Cause you needed that step back to take that huge leap forward. Oh yeah. Cause they could have had the match and it would have been fine. But it's like, I think Mick knew in his head, like, yeah, this is probably going to be shitty tonight and it sucks for the live audience. Right. But, and, and he may have came back and they did like a dark match. I don't know. But, like for the TV viewers, it's like, what the hell is this? But you have to step back to step forward. It's almost like that blip in the movie, right? Like, oh, yeah. Peter Parker's got to throw the Spider Man suit in the trash to realize he needs to be Spider Man. Like, right. there's got to have that that moment. So, to me, like, that's good storytelling. And I haven't really followed this as closely, but I feel like this is very intriguing. It is taking a while, but I think that's the point, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and dude, Triple H has said in the past, like, he wants more long term storytelling. He wants things to take longer to develop. And, like, I, I think this is great storytelling because you have you know Bray Wyatt probably only gets like anywhere from like three to ten minutes each each week depending on if he actually cuts a promo in the ring or not it's very very small window of time super small window of time so there's not a lot of time to actually just you know develop a story so like it is going to take some time for a good story to develop and so I think what they're doing is really good. And I mean, like just this past week, what, why LA night was fresh in my mind is because they did a little backstage thing between them two. looks like it might have a match at survivor series, which yeah. could be like his first little mini feud. Yeah. And so I think, uh, I think stuff like that is really, really beneficial. Cause I, I would almost assume Bray loses the, the match to develop the long-term story of like uncle howdy and all that shit. Sure. You know what I mean? And so I think, I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of really interesting stuff happening with, with the whole Bray Wyatt thing and Uncle Howdy. I'm curious to see if Uncle Howdy ever materializes like in person, you know. I think it's Bray Wyatt's way ahead of where we think he is. Oh yeah. Always. And Big so I time. think that's that's really cool to give him that platform to kind of cuz you know any idea he had Vince McMahon was putting fingerprints all over it. Oh yeah. Which is unfortunate. Um Kevin Conroy passed away. He did, man. Uh most if people listening may not know because I think in the acting world he may not be as known, but to all of us fanboys, dude, Kevin Conroy is our Batman. Yep. Right? I mean I'd say he's more Batman than Michael Keaton. Oh yeah. He uh I mean Batman the animated series is one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Yep. It's absolute like that is a and that actually still holds up too. Absolutely like, it does. The character designs, the voice acting was phenomenal. I even the opening sequence. I remember someone mentioned to me one time that in the opening sequence they never even say what the show is. Yeah, it never even says Batman. It just is like the bank robbery and the explosion, and at the end the lightning strikes and he's standing there. It's just like it's, but it's so well done. You don't need that. Yeah, yeah, kind of disappointing, man. Because I know Kevin Conroy did a lot of voice acting still. Like he did some of the video games and he did yep. some of the animated films. That's a that's a that's a sad sad deal. It really is a sad deal, man. Like in and it's one of those things. Like, how are you ever going to replace him? You yeah, know what I mean, like such an iconic voice for that character. And I, I watched a few videos. I'm sure you did too about like how he developed the um, 
the Bruce Wayne versus the Batman and things like that. And it was just such an interesting video to watch, you know. He had the first original Batman voice, right? Yeah. Because uh, I know Christian Bale took it over the top, which I get. Like, I've always disputed, I think, that that was a smart strategy for him to disguise himself as Batman so people didn't recognize him. You know, it was a good It bat- was over the top, though. It, it, and that's where a lot of the parodies come from, you know, for Batman. And because it is it is just a little much. But, you know, it, it, it was good to have, you know, the distinction between Bruce Wayne and Batman. But Kevin Conroy's was... Um, it was like distinct enough that you could tell. Yes. But it wasn't over the top. It was just like, it didn't seem like the same person. Right. Which I thought was, that was always cool. Yeah. It makes me want to watch Batman, the animated series again. Yeah, I know, man. And that's a, that's a show. But I feel like it's, it's, you know, one of those with most cartoons that we grew up on. Like, it's hard for me to sit there and just binge watch them. Oh, you can't binge watch it. But I would like to episode here or there. Maybe. Right. Throw in a few episodes every now and then. I think that's all you can do. Um, we talked about this last week. Jeff Jarrett's back in uh, AEW, which yep. is kind of fun. Uh, what do you think about him like cutting a little shoot promo on the WWE on Strowman and on on Triple H? I, I didn't was, hear what he said about old trips, but yeah. So Strowman, he talked about like a monster wearing red skinny jeans, which is kind of funny because I don't know why he started wearing that. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't get it either. But like, I mean, at least bronze in the ring. Like, I, they, I thought it was just a weird promo all all around. And then it calls uh, like the banana nose. Oh, I did hear that guy, yeah. you know, producing him or whatever. Um, Seemed like a very TNA promo. It did. It yeah. did. Yeah, like waiting for the Voodoo Ken Mafia to come out there, right? <laughs> but um, I think Jeff Jarrett in AEW is kind of a cool thing. It's been officially announced it'll be him and Jay Lethal against Sting and Darby Allen. Like I dig that. That's kind of fun, right? Like yeah. I never would have expected this. Yeah. Oh, but, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say like this is well, kind of. Not even what we're talking about, but like, uh, did you know that Shinsuke is going to be facing Muda? Yeah, and yeah. for and Noah. Yeah, like I thought that was they mentioned that on SmackDown uh, the other night, and I was like, well, that's pretty badass that they're kind of letting him borrow mm-hmm. you know, Shinsuke. But why not? Right, exactly. But that's something they've never done in the past. I know, and I think that's been kind of a weird thing with uh, with WWE's. They never have allowed any type of like talent yeah. borrowing or whatever. But I think. To me, it's kind of cool that FTR hold like three tag titles. I know. I think that's one of, and none of them are AEW, but it's like, that's kind of cool. So, yeah. Them going to New Japan, them going to AAA is like, that's kind of fun or, and, or Ring of Honor. And I feel like Triple H is being smart about it because it's the same with, uh, you know, Anderson still being the Never Overweight champion. Like, and he said he will defend it. Yeah. Like, let him, like, let these guys go do some stuff. And that way you can borrow some talent when you want to. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, maybe we can get an Okada in WWE. Well, and that's the thing is like, uh, how smart would that be to, uh, you know, to say, okay, well, we want, you know, yeah, yeah, we'll let you use Shinsuke to wrestle Muda on your big show, but we want, you know, you know, a big star from Noah to come in and be in the Royal Rumble, right? Or give us Kenta back for a night, yeah, yeah. Or bring in Murafuji. I know that oh, that's a yeah. deep cut, but like, I would be all about that. Hell yeah! Like, I think it's something to well, and they're also kind of doing this World Cup thing. Yep, on SmackDown, like. The big problem I've always had with that, and I feel like the Cruiserweight Classic was the first time they kind of dipped away from that, is like, make it like a legit World Cup. Don't make it like just guys that are on the roster. Right, yeah. Do you not agree? Like, it's just, like, okay, yeah, you have Mustafa Ali and Jinder Mahal and all that. That's cool, but it's like, they're on the roster. Right. Like, they're already there. Like, it's not a really, it's not a real World Cup. And that, to me, the whole tournament seems like it's based around Strowman winning it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, there's nobody in that tournament that can beat Strowman. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, and I, when I first looked at it, I thought it was going to be like a cruiserweight tournament, and then like Strowman and Jinder in there, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess not, you know? Yeah, Jinder looked pretty good though, dude. I feel like I forget he's there. It's crazy to think he's a WWE champion. Well, he was injured for a little while. I didn't realize that. They never mentioned it, but he was injured. I guess his, I think they said his knees were were out, and so like now he's back. So hopefully we get to see more of him because I mean, dude's a pretty solid worker, man. He looked pretty good. He was a guy, like, I felt like he was a great WWE champion. Yeah, I loved him as WWE champion. I loved his music. I loved his presentation. I actually, I really liked how when he walked, the the video screen turned into, like, a red carpet. Yeah. Remember that? I thought yeah. that was super cool. I know they let go of the Singh brothers, but I'd, if they push gender again, I'd bring them back because I thought they were great with him. Well, and he was also a guy that, like, and I say it before, like, you know, certain guys wear the titles really well and he's a guy that really wore the title really well and that title doesn't look good on everybody no it does not it looked great on him it fit him like it fit like the old winged eagle fit sid yes like it was like perfect like it was tailor-made for gender and i was like damn you know solid <laughs> yeah i i agree i i hope there's more to it so i mean i'm i guess i didn't know he was injured either so hopefully yeah. now that he's able to get back on track and yeah we'll see some more stuff from gender mahal that could be cool it looks like war games is set up too by the way Oh yeah, uh, what are we? Yeah, well, is the bloodline a team? It's, it's going to be the bloodline. It's look. I mean, they haven't officially announced it, but it looks like it's going to be the bloodline versus the uh, brawling brutes with Drew McIntyre. That makes sense. I think that's going to be. And I mean, there's storyline with all all of them, so I think that'll be really a fun match. You know, so I, mean, I think it's cool they're doing war games as like a main roster event now. Me too, and it's a, and it's a good excuse not to have title matches. You yes. know what I mean, like. You know, okay, we can't have tag team championship or we can't have the WWE championship, but at least we're getting effing war games out of it. I never liked the title versus title where it's like neither titles on the line. I, yeah, I don't like it either. I never have liked, and I understand doing something one time, but like then doing that like six, seven years in a row, it's like this sucks. Like yeah. I always like Survivor Series, and I think a big reason I liked it because it was random guys teaming up, but when you put them all in raw t shirts, it's not that exciting anymore. Yeah. So. No. Now, I always thought that, like, maybe a fun concept for that idea would be, like, Clash of Champions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, taking Clash of Champions and having that be, like, the brand versus brand, you know, and have mm -hmm. your champions face off against each other. You know, non-title, obviously. But, like, I, I think that would – it's not necessarily a bad concept, but, like, I think that should be more of a throwaway pay-per-view than, yeah. than, you know, one of your big four. No, I agree. I think it's weird that they um, that they do it like that, but – you know, it's WWE, they're going to do what they want to. But I feel like the last several months, it's been a lot more like fan base where it's like fun stuff for the fans. Now, here's my question is, are they still going to have a Survivor Series match? I doubt it. I think it's going to go to War Games. Damn. See, I like the five on five. I do too. But I think it's a fun match. But I feel like that'd be an overpacked card. Oh, yeah. That's time. why I don't think they will. Yeah. It's a damn shame. I, I want to go back to like uh, the goofy ass names and everything. Rude's brood. Yeah. Give, give us like Roddy's rowdies. Yeah. Get like that. That would be perfect for like the demon Finn Balor. And he's got like four other guys with him and they all have demon face paint on. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. Perfect. I would love it. Um, one of my favorites was uh, the Vipers. Jake Roberts team. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, that's good stuff right there. Absolutely. I loved stuff like that, man. The perfect team, Mr. Perfect in demolition. <laughs> yep. Yep. Which was a weird combo for sure. But you yeah. know, they were heels. Yeah. I get it. They, I remember they had one team in 90. It was uh, the Warriors, Ultimate Warrior. Like Texas Tornado, Texas right? Texas Tornado and the, and the Legion of Doom, which yeah. they were all at one point called Warriors, and Vince took that away from all of them. 
<laughs> well, yeah. Because it was the Road Warriors and the modern day warrior, Kerry Von Erich, yeah. and the Ultimate Warriors. So it's like, oh, they're the Warriors. It's like, okay. I always thought Kerry Von Erich looked so much like Ultimate Warrior. Like, I mean, obviously not in the face, but like the way he was built, oh, height, yeah. everything. I mean, it was like spitting image. The fact that he wore boot tassels really put it over the top. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. I was a huge Texas tornado fan. Yeah. I see. I don't really remember him that much. I just like, I remember, I remember like the look of him, and then going back and watching it, you know, I still think he has one of the best Hasbros of all time because they did that spinning thing because he did the spinning tornado punch. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Kerry Von Erich did the shot put, so that's why he did the spinning punch. Right. And it's like, that was so creative to actually make the figure do a full 360 spin and bam. Oh, like, yeah. That's badass. That's why those Hasbro figures are so awesome. That's not a that's not a uh, emotion they brought back, is it? In any of the figures in the retros? I don't know. That new Mr. T has both arms out. Does so he? He might do that. I haven't opened it. So okay. I'm not sure, but... I think they should. Yeah, absolutely, they should. Because I think Tatanka had the same one where he would do the full spin. Did he? Old Tatanka. Good, good old Tatanka. I don't know if you saw this. There's a new guy starting a new retro company, uh, Hastel Toys. He's doing. We need one. Yeah, grapple, <laughs> grapplers and gimmicks. And okay. He's so far signed, Savio Vega, um, Diana Hart Smith, the British Bulldog's wife. You told me about that. Yeah. The Godfather, and now he signed Tatanka. Yeah. And so Godfather's called Smoke Train Charles Wright. Love it. That's hell of a name. Um, I think it's cool that, you know, he's doing his own deal. Like, it's fun. But it's like, man, do we need more of this? Well, also, too, like. Savio Vega's fun, though. I think Savio Vega's great because we don't really get a whole lot of Savio Vega's. I feel like we get a lot of Godfather figures, though. Do we not? WWE still has. That's what's weird is so WWE, like, they just put out that Superstars Papa Shango. So I'm saying, like, we, we get a lot of his figures, so I don't understand why. There's been a few Godfathers. Um, there's been Papa Shango, obviously. We got a comma not long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those where it's like, hmm, okay, why yeah. aren't, why are we, what's going on here? You know, right. it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit interesting. Tatanka just had a Legends figure. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious if, like, these actually happen. Or they materialize. If, yeah, if they'll, because, if they'll, I mean, that Power Town Teddy Biasi didn't happen. Right. I don't know if you saw this. Power Town actually has re- acquired the rights to do Remco. Like the style? Yeah, and so okay. they're doing AWA-style two-packs. Nice. And with the old cards and stuff. Now, a lot of people thought that's what they were doing initially. Yeah. Um. But there's a lot of, like, now the WWE has the Superstars line, which is kind of the same style. And there's that new Asylum Toys that's doing the Road Warriors and Scott Norton and all those guys in that style. Okay. Do you feel like that's going to be the, the next thing where it's, like, it's overproduced and, like, everybody's doing that style? Uh, yeah. I mean, probably. I just, I think we're getting to a point where there's there's too too many toys. Yeah. Too many wrestling toys. Um, It's one of those things. I know when Power Town kind of came about, everyone thought that's what they were going to do. But I'm like, I don't know. I personally didn't know if that would be like a big seller or not. So I thought them doing the uh, modern style figures was probably the right way to go. Yeah. But now you have like so many people doing different styles of figures. Maybe like people would have been all about a Bruiser Brody Remco. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like I like the idea of the modern style Bruiser Brody myself, but you know, maybe, maybe everybody else is different. Yeah. It's uh it's interesting. We'll see what happens. Uh, did you see the zombie sailor announced? Uh, well, he, he didn't announce it. It's already been announced, but he showed off the uh, painted images of the new Jack Tunney retro. No, I will. Uh, I'll show you that right now. It's actually really cool looking. Talked with Travis about this on TB Toycast, and he actually brought up a really, really interesting point. 
that it might be too detailed. So like if you were to put a Jack Tunney with like say Hogan and Sid, they're doing their big, you know, title match, you know, contract signing, whatever it is. It almost like is too over the top. Like it looks too good. And I, I kind of wonder if like, here's Jack Tunney, if that's going to be a problem, like, cause it's, it looks great, but well, huh. it doesn't look like a Hasbro, does it? No, and it almost looks. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that's just a rendering. Well, I think it's a pa- it's a painted prototype. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah it it from at least back here. Uh, and again, my eyes are super dry, but it looks like it almost looks like a CGI rendering from back here. No, I think it's definitely the prototype. Um, but I mean, it's got like the the gray suit and the tie and everything. And it looks great. It's just kind of interesting to think that that that's what the, the route they're going to go with that. So I don't know. Yeah. Good man. So I, dude, I got to show you this. Oh boy. So I was telling you off air. I didn't mention it on here, but my, uh, my, my stepson on the way back to his, his college town hit a deer with his car. Which let's also throw some backstory on that. You told him, hey, man, probably shouldn't leave during the night because deer. Yeah, he, he likes to leave like really late or or he'll stay the night and just drive like in the morning when it's just enough time for him to get to his first class. But like he was like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and leave tonight. And I was like, OK, well, why don't you leave a little bit earlier? That way you can make it back before dark. You know, it gets dark earlier now. So like time change, which we, I, by the way, I hate this time change. I do, too. Like the fact that it's going to be dark or like sun is going to be setting by the time I leave your house. That's that blows. Yeah. But like I heard they might be getting away with, from that, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, so he he, of course, waits till like six or seven. Um, I can't remember exactly how late it was when he left. It might have even been a little bit later. Was he got about an hour and a half, two hour drive? It's about an hour and a half drive. Well, I guess like by the time he got like within 10, 15 minutes of his house, sure shit, he hit a deer. And I got I got to show you the picture. So this right here, obviously, this is great for people listening because you can't. Yeah, I hope you guys. I hope it. you guys enjoy it. But but, you'll enjoy my reaction, I'm sure. So this is this is the side. Uh, it, it hit, it hit like head on, but like on the on the passenger side, and then like scraped the side of his car. So that that's the side of his car, Ew. right there. You can see blood and everything on it still, and you can see like where it's. I don't know. You can see where it. Uh, pierced through his car door, like right underneath the handle. Oh yeah. So he can't even open it anymore. To be fair though, that could have been a lot worse. I haven't shown you the worst part. Oh boy. Here is the front corner where it made initially made impact. Yeah. No headlight, no headlight at all anymore, which that means that's illegal to drive at night, right? Yes. Uh, all of the, uh, especially a long distance. Like it would be hard for him to come home. It looks like his coolant tank is completely exposed now. And his com- whole front right side fender is just gone. Uh, he's lucky it didn't. That deer didn't blow his tire too. Oh yeah. But my God, man! Like, what a wild time! And uh, you know, I've I've freaking I've I told you like I, I've ran over a deer that was already dead, and it was just I didn't have enough time to react to swerve. I mean, I was going seventy five on the on a you know country ass highway, mm-hmm. but like. Dude, that it's dangerous, man. Like especially at night, you got to be careful. Dude, it, it really is, and especially on those country roads, and uh-huh. a lot of them don't have good lighting or nope. any lighting, and so by the time you see it, it's usually too late. Oh yeah, that's 
freaking rough, man. Yeah. So maybe tell them like, hey, when you when I give you advice, there's a reason I give it to you, and that's yeah. because uh, I've experienced that and know people that have done stuff, and well, maybe I, listen from time to time. I've kind of gotten to dude. I've kind of gotten to a point with my parenting where I'm like. You know, because we, we went through it as, as kids. Like, we feel like we know it all. Mm-hmm. You know, we feel like we, we got, like, mom, dad, we, we know. We got it, you know. And so. I'll never forget my first credit card. My dad's like, no, just careful because don't get yourself in trouble because that you, bill will come and you'll have to make a payment. And you probably said, like, I know. Like, I got duh. this. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it, it's one of those things I've kind of taken more of a uh, hands-off approach. And I'll say things. But, like, I, w- I won't badger him about it anymore because, like. They're, they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do anyway. I mean, both of them are old enough now to make their own dumbass decisions. So yeah. I'll say, I'll mention certain things like, Hey, don't do this. This is why. And kind of coach him. But like, I don't like, I kind of quit badgering him because it just, all it does for me is creates anxiety and creates fights yep. that I don't want. And so it's like, all right, you got to pick your battles too. make your dumbass decisions and I'll be there to help you out with them. But once you're wrong and yeah. you realize I'm right. Right. But you know, it, it's one of those things, man. Like, again, like I went through them too. You know, so I, I think it's one of those things where it's easy to, uh, to realize like, wow, there's a reason they said that, you know? Like, yeah. And not to mention, like, I remember it's different now with cell phones and stuff like that. But I, I remember, you know, back in the day, my mom would be like, hey, if you're outside playing, you got to be in after dark before it's dark. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. And now, nowadays it's like, my niece has a cell phone, right? right. She's, a, she's 11. She's about to be 12. And, uh, she wants... She's starting to want freedom, right? Like, oh yeah, drop me off at the high school football game and this and that. And my sister's like, okay, well, here's the problem: you never charge your phone, and if it is charged, you never answer it. Yep. If you want freedom, you have to earn that. Yep. Like, if I have to call you and you're not answering your phone, you're you're gonna lose these freedoms. No more freedom. Yeah. And so I guess she was at a game, and they were actually there with her, and but kind of let her do what she wanted to do. She's out there hanging with friends, and then. Call her, she didn't answer. Call her again, she didn't answer. Text her, she didn't answer. Oh, I set my phone down. Well, go check it every couple of minutes. Like, you Why know, would you set your phone down in a public place where anybody could snatch it? They were playing. Oh, they were playing yeah. catch with a football okay. or something. And she had it sitting over there, but, you know. Right, okay. And it's just like, this is what we're talking about. Of course, she gets all mad. But that's, I think that's the thing with kids. Like, in a weird way, we never dealt with that. Like, I remember the first time. Yeah, when we were gone, we were gone. Yeah, because we had we had no <laughs> the phone. Yeah, I remember I used to have to take a quarter or thirty five cents with me, whatever it was, to check in with a payphone one time. One time while I was out, I would right. always have to check in with a payphone. It was a different time, you know, and I I mm-hmm. think it's uh, it's interesting now because don't without having that, you just kind of assume everything. Yeah, like you, you know, like kind of like texting someone. Like I don't know if you've ever had someone that like doesn't text you back for like a day or two. It's like I didn't see it. It's like. Yeah, you can't tell me you're not looking at your phone, right? I mean, bullshit. You know, yeah. and I, I get like we can. There's times when you're like driving, you're like, I'll text them back later. But yep. I've had people that don't text me back for like days, and it's like, oh, I didn't see it. I'm like, yeah, you did. <laughs> like everybody's got their phone on them all the time. Right. Well, and you know what's funny is like for me because I usually try to get back to you within like 10, 15 minutes from. Yeah, I've never well, that never had an issue with with you like, texting back or or really anyone that I'm friends with. You know, my thing with me is like. I, I will be like, I don't feel like responding right now. Mm-hmm. I'll text them in a little bit yeah, and I'll respond in a little bit. And then what happens is I get distracted yeah, and then I forget. And then like, I have to be like, dude, I'm so sorry. Totally forgot to text you back. But I, I've <laughs> had, you know, like I, I've had this happen 
where I've, especially with, I've always noticed that with girls, like mm-hmm. if we're talking and that's always kind of where it's a weird, like it's a game, you know, oh, and yeah. like you don't want to text them back right away because then you look desperate and it's like, oh, I hate this. But yeah. I, I've had that where I text a girl something and don't hear anything for like two days and she texts back and answers the text and it's like, you do realize this is two days ago. Like, right. I don't care anymore about what I text you. Well, it's kind of, it's, <laughs> it kind of makes it weird. It's like, hey, I hope you're having a good morning. And they're like, yeah, I'm having a good evening. And it's like, this was two days ago. I don't, I didn't ask about your evening. You know, right. like, it's so weird that people do that. But I know in, in that situation, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I was at work and I forgot to respond to this when I got it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's just, I think sometimes we're too connected as a society. We, well, yeah. And that's the, that's the thing is like, we're very connected, but in a much more realistic sense, we are way disconnected. Yes. And you know, that's, we're the disconnected un- from reality that, yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. Cause like, and I, I don't mean this negatively about the wife, but like, uh, all day long, she's got her headphones in mm-hmm. and she, she'll have like TikToks or podcasts or something like that on. And so like, like to communicate with her, like she has to like press pause and whatever she's watching, take her headphones out. And then, like, as soon as we get done ch- talking, headphones go right back in, and it's like so. It's, then you're isolated back to right to, to yourself, and and like she, she and then you almost don't want to distract them. You don't want to be like, hey, 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 right? You don't want to like interrupt what, what, what they're doing. Right? Like what yeah. we have for dinner? This? Yeah, because you don't want to. I don't want to be annoying to her but at the same time. Like, like it would be nice to have those, and we we get those moments. Like you know, when we ha- when we eat dinner, we'll watch something on TV or something like that, and we'll talk, you know, and things like that. So it's not like we just don't talk, but like. It is a lot more, you know, isolation into the phone. Yeah. And for her, like, she's explained why she does it. It's she needs, like, she needs constant noise. Like, she needs constant, like, uh, distractions. Like, her, she has, like, a, I don't want to call it a mental thing, but, like, she, along with, you know, uh, my stepson, Cameron, like, they have very intrusive thoughts where, like, they will start thinking of things and, like, it'll be, like, a very negative thing and then they just cannot not think about it. Yeah. And so, um, almost kind of like they go to worst case scenario. Yeah. And it, I think it, I'm not, I'm not positive. I feel like she's explained it to me before, but it like, I think it partners with their ADHD. Um, I can see that. And, and so she's not even treating, treating herself for ADHD anymore because it's such a hassle to get the medication nowadays. Mm. But like, uh, she, so that's why she does it. It's not like, cause she doesn't want to talk to me or spend time with anybody in the house. It's just like to basically keep herself from like going crazy and getting like hyper depressed and shit like that. I understand. It's definitely but, a weird thing, but no, I get it too. Like it's people have to kind of do what they have to do. You know, we're all just trying to survive. Right, that's it. man. <laughs> but I think we can go ahead and wrap this episode up. Uh, thank you guys for checking out breaker remains power hour. Of course, we'll give a shout out to some of our podcasting buddies. We've got, uh, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Make sure to check them out every Sunday. And Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Oh, yeah. Doing the favor with Eric and Barry. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. And, of course, the twins over there. They're nine months old now. That, nuts? that is crazy to me, man. Like they're getting so big so fast and it's, it seems like it was just like yesterday they were born. It's like nine months old. Like, holy crap. Well, like, what's, what's so weird is like during this whole Halloween season, I had forgotten that like Caitlin a year ago was dressed up as Bill Benis. Yeah. Cause she was pregnant. She was like super pregnant with the, with the twins. And so I was like, damn, that has already been a year. That is insane. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. The day I've heard the days are long. The years are quick. Oh yeah. That's true though. Absolutely. 
Um, Boot, I already mentioned them. Uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. Uh, Trivia with Buds with our pal Ryan Buds. Howling with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. And, of course, don't forget his epic chop shop and his artwork at the Art of Jason Wolf. Absolutely. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim at a chair shot. Let's see. Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast and Tots. T-O-T-S. Too old for this shit with our buddy Al Day. Make sure to check them out as well. And uh, we have other side projects. You know it's fake, right? Every Monday with me and a special guest. And uh, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis every Tuesday with Big Underscore and Bane and that one and only Bill Benis. Yeah, it's, uh, dude, it's been a trip. Like, it's been a trip. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's never ending. It's a never ending hell ride for me, Breaker. Never ending hell ride. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm ready to get off the train. I'm just ready to get off the train. Also, uh, check out TB Toycast with me and Travis Fowler every Thursday. And then, of course, all of Bane's music you can find at Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. Pick that up. Absolutely. And all of our t-shirts can be found at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, and Watermaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. And, of course, all of our podcasting buddies as well. A lot of them have shirt stores, so support everybody if you are able to. Yes. Uh, We're a day late on this podcast, too. I had to work Sunday and... And schedules had, and timing and i had to go to bed really early on sunday nights like which is like an every sunday night deal i have to be in bed by like 8 30 so by the time you got off work i was like needing to get around yeah <laughs> so it was it was a it was a tough schedule but we made it happen so oh, yeah it's uh it should be up monday as we record this so uh thank you guys for checking out breaker and bane's power hour i'm brian breaker i'm bane and we'll see you guys in seven days peace easy yeah One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, cause this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over. I'm super fly, so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fuck, so let that shit drop. Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Psycho! Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.